Greetings, everyone. This is another special message during the Feast of Tabernacles. How many watched the news last night? Two. (laughs) Three. You missed it. They showed parts of the trial of Trump in New York City. And first of all, that is complete Democrat hate bias against one man. There is no legal authority or law that had been used to indict him that is honestly applied. So I want to give you a first-hand lesson on property appraisal. Because this judge, he knows nothing about real estate appraisal. And he cannot unilaterally, in his own mind, from the bench, say that the property in Mar-a-Lago, Florida, is worth $18 million. That is insane. On Fox News, they showed adjoining properties. Properties on the beach. Properties a little away from the beach. And an empty two-acre lot on the beach sells for just a lot, no building, $2 million. Now, Moralaga is what, over 20 acres? And it has a lot of very expensive buildings on it. So it's probably worth minimum five hundred million, maybe seven hundred and fifty million because of everything that was put in there. Now how do you come to the value of land? Well, I used to be a real estate broker, and with every real estate loan there is what? An appraisal. And there is not a bank in the world that does not do its own appraisal on these large investments. And they don't rely on one man, especially a judge, to tell them the value of the land, and he knows nothing about the real estate market in Florida since he sits in New York City. Okay? What they do is this. If a person wants a loan on a property or to buy a property and they need a loan, first thing that is done, they open up an escrow. And then an appraisal is ordered by a separate, independent appraiser. And he values the property 
this way based upon the age of the buildings built on the property, location of the property, improvements to the property. Is there a road? Is there sewer? Is there water? Or do they have a, a, a dusty trail in front of the house? Okay. Then he evaluates the house. How many bedrooms? How many bathrooms? How big is the living room? Etc. Does it have a garage? Is there another building unattached sitting on the same property? How much that is worth? Okay. Then he takes that and he compares it to recent comparable sales. Okay. And then he makes evaluation of the property that's in escrow based upon all of those factors. Now then, the lender also may send an appraiser out there to verify. But licensed and approved appraisers, they accept their appraisal. Now then, did the judge in New York hire an appraisal company to go down to Mar-a-Lago and do an appraisal of everything that is there? No. He just sat there, and when they, it opened up and he saw the camera, he gave this smart Alex smirk which was an insult to everybody in the courtroom. Now, my question is this. Why have not the Trump attorneys gone directly to the Supreme Court to get all of these phony trials removed? Now, keep in mind, there's coming uh, against true Christian persecution. And there's going to be false charges. And there's going to be beheadings. Because we will not accept the coming one world religion. And we will not accept the mark of the beast. So therefore, we're an enemy of the state. Now, I've read a good deal out of the, I've got two books, Fox's Book of Martyr. Now there's a condensed one that has some in it. How many have read any of that? This one is about this tall, about this wide, about this thick, two of them. Verbatim accounts of what those who believed the Bible, those who stood for God, now, they obviously did not understand the things that we understand today. Because 
God told Daniel that at the end of the, the days, the wise will understand. But they stood for Christ. And one account that really shows you how they thought was when this teenage girl was hauled up to be killed. And she told the inquisitor, can I go home and put on my best dress? I don't want to meet Jesus in this dress. So she went home, got the dress, came back and was killed. These things that are happening today are all preludes leading up to that time. How much time do we have? We don't know. But is it going to be peaceful or difficult? It's not going to be peaceful. And it will be difficult. So as long as we have the internet, and as long as we can do the things we can do, and that's why I want to get the Bibles out to every other member in every other church of God possible. And tomorrow, I'm having six boxes of Bibles delivered up here. Because it's important. Now, let's come to Deuteronomy 28. Because here is the next thing to happen. The groundwork has already been laid. And all you have to do is look at New York and Chicago and then Texas and Arizona and wherever the 8 million immigrants went. Okay. Now stop and think of this. America is the only country in the world that this is happening to on this scale. Is that not correct? Yeah. America is basically, originally, the descendants from Manasseh separating from Ephraim. Subsequent to that time, different other people from the other tribes of Israel came. Norway, Sweden, Finland, France, Saxony and Germany, the Netherlands, Belgium, Luxembourg. Okay? All of those are descendants of the ten tribes of Israel. Then after that came a lot of Italians. Okay. After that came others. So in America, I want you to understand 
What's happening with the immigration in America today is happening in no other country in the way it is here. And with the magnitude that it's occurring with. A thousand a day at one crossing. Okay. Now you watch New York. I don't know what they're going to do in New York. But I can tell you what. They can't hold back plagues very long with that many people living there, living on the street, all of the unsanitary conditions that are there. And so I would not be surprised to hear announced on the news one day that the bubonic plague is spreading in New York City. Where are they going to put What is going to happen? Look at the number of murders right now and rapes that are taking place. Unreal. Now, we were the nation that proclaimed God, right? We were the nation that said we believed in, we believe in God, we trust in God, we put it on our money, right? But the Protestants, when they actually kept the other laws of God, God blessed them in it. But then, everything became infiltrated with Satan, the devil. So what do we have today? We have a Christianity without God. And moving toward a one-world religion, and a worldwide dictatorship that is going to be unreal. We covered part of that yesterday. Okay. And I saw a special report last night where the speaker said the two superpowers are America and China, but the coming next superpower will be AI. I don't know what that's going to be like. But the only thing I can imagine is it has every detail of Satan the devil and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil all wrapped up in there. And they will make their decisions based upon that. Okay. Now here, Deuteronomy 28, we've covered this how many times? Verse 43. And a stranger dwelling among you shall get up above you very high. So we haven't seen anything yet. And very few understand the real cause of all of our problems. The real cause of all of our problems is we have left God. And the decline in Christianity was the 
powerful stroke of COVID against the Protestants. They never recovered. Attendance is down. And look even in the churches of God. Look at us. We're no spring chickens or spring roosters. Okay? But we have to stay faithful to the word of God. Remember Elijah? After he did in the priest of Baal and and uh, Jezebel, he got afraid, went on down to Mount Horb and went in a cave and had a pity party. No, oh, it's me. Who's going to take care of me? There's nobody. I'm all alone. And a quiet, still voice said, Now, now, Elijah, I've reserved to me 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. Okay? Then he told them what to do. The stranger will get up very high above you, and you shall not loan to him. He shall be the head. Now, this means he takes our wealth. Is that what's happening? Yep. And he shall be the head, and you shall be the tail. Now that one verse is being fulfilled right before our eyes every day. Now God uses evil people to carry out the punishment of his curses. That's why we have the president that we have. That's why the Democrats are anti-God. Because if those who profess God do not come to God his way, then God is going to send these as automatic punishments for them to reject and neglect the word of God, yet claim the name of Jesus. They are the ones as well as the people who follow them and believe them. Now notice. And all these curses shall come on you. So you read all. The story of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is you can go against God and everything will be all right. Can't happen. Won't work. Okay, overtake you until you are destroyed. That doesn't mean you don't exist. That means your whole society and your whole way of life is destroyed. Because, here it is right here. There's always a cause. 
You did not obey the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which he has commanded you. That's quite a bit. So when you watch the news, keep that in mind. You will see it like it's big red letters all over your television screen. And these curses, verse 46, and they shall be upon you for a sign and a wonder and on your seed forever. So wherever the children of Israel are, when they reject God, these things happen. Right? Now here's the reason. Because you did not serve the Lord your God with joyfulness and gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. Have we had the abundance of all things? Yes, we have. To the overflowing. Right? And we fed other nations and we fed other people. Right? But then we curse God by rejecting his laws and commandments. We curse God because we didn't keep his Sabbath. We curse God because we keep Christmas, Easter, New Year's, and all of the pagan holidays as a nation. That's what we do. Verse 48. Therefore you shall serve your enemies, which the Lord shall send against you, in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron on your neck until he has destroyed you. What did I read? Yesterday. There it is, right there. 17 things to bring the world under Satan's control. So we don't know what's going to happen. A lot of people are hoping, well... If Trump gets elected, he's going to be able to turn it around. Well, unless he personally turns to God, and unless he encourages everyone else to do so, and unless a lot of these Sunday-keeping ministers repent of their greed and their selfishness, especially the televangelists who live in millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of homes and planes and assets and everything like that unless they repent he's not going to be able to do very much but the only thing he could do was then everyone would scream to high heaven is suspend the constitution and follow in the footsteps of Abraham Lincoln and set up military tribunals and try all the enemies of the state and execute. Now you go back and read what Josiah did in Second Chronicles 34. 
That's what he did. No, Trump isn't going to say this. Trump is not the answer. The answer is repentance in God. Okay, now notice. Verse 49. And the Lord shall bring a nation against you from far. Now, Assyria has always been close to the descendants of Israel. They were north of the ten tribes. Okay. Today, they are the Germans. You go on Greg Webb. Uh, White's website, and you can find out how he shows historically that the Germans, that's Germans, the Western Czechs, and Austria are the Ninevites. Where are the other tribes of Israel? All around. So what's going to happen is a nation from afar Germany is not afar from the nations of Europe. It's in the center. Okay. So I'm going to ring my bell. Guess someone said I'm getting on hand. <laughs> I believe this nation from afar, let's read a little bit more, from the end of the earth. Now, where is China? When you go east, the end of the earth, right? As the eagle flies, a nation whose language you shall not understand. Anybody here understand Chinese? You look at their language and you wonder, what is this? That's why I want you to read that 30-page report. We've got it online. You read that. China has been planning to take over America for from the beginning when Nixon went over there to open China with Kissinger. And guess who set up the Bank of China? Was it Nigeria? It was Rothschild. Where does he live? He lives in the UK. Guess who had lunch with him one day? HWA. How much of a witness was that? Did Rothschild sell anything and give to the poor Jews? No. Language you do not understand. A nation fierce of countenance. Okay. You watch the armies when they march. You see clips of that, right? What do they do to the Muslims that they have in the slave camps in western China? 
They work them to death. Okay. No regard to person of the old, nor show favor to the young. And he shall eat the fruit of your livestock. That's what the Chinese want. Because they have to import between 70 and 80% of their food. Now look at it the way that China does. They have these hills and mountains. Have you seen the pictures of your geography? Mountains go like this. Have you seen how they have uh, the agriculture that they have to have? They don't have enough flat land. They, They get a lot of rice from Manchuria because it's more flat up there. But what do they have? They terrace these steep mountains so they can grow rice. Then they come to America and they drive across the Great Plains and they see all of these fields and all of the corn and all of the wheat and all of the barley and all of the cattle and all of the hogs. That's what they want. That's why they're not going to nuke us. They don't want to contaminate the food that they want. And you read that paper. Okay. I'm going to I'm not going to give a command, but I'm going to strongly <laughs> persuade you read the whole 30 pages. Because he says the Chinese were here on the American continent before we were, therefore they have first right of claim and that America ought to cede the western half of America to China. Why do you take the subterfuge? Why do you take all of these pandemics that are coming? China has been working on that for years. Now they're so smart and so cunning and so skillful that they use our money to promote everything that they want to do to take us over. How close are they today? Military base in Cuba. Huh. And President Biden has his ice cream cone. Okay. They own the Eastern Gate and the Western Gate of the Panama Canal. To me, this fits China more than it does Assyria. Now, the King of the North will come out of Assyria in Europe. But America contains remnants of all the 12 tribes right here. And so it's very profound that what we're reading here today 
in the end times is exactly what we see on the news. Is it not what we see on the news? Let's read on. He says, and eat the fruit of your land until you are destroyed. He shall not leave you grain, wine, or oil, neither the increase of your livestock or the flocks of your sheep until he has destroyed you. And he shall besiege you within all your gates inside an internal takedown. Until your high and fortified walls and what you have trusted come down throughout the land. And he shall besiege you within all your gates throughout all your land, which the Lord your God has given you. And it prophesies even of cannibals. All of this is important concerning understanding righteous judgment. Because God is righteous to do good and God is righteous to correct and punish with the evil of our works. And all of that is in hopes that what? We repent. So this is what went on in my mind last night as I was watching the news and looking at that pitiful, unlawful, wretched trial. Not just one, but four. All at the same time. And... Don't anyone accuse me of being in politics because I mentioned Trump's name. Because if you do, then you must accuse every prophet or teacher in the Bible who mentions a king or a prince or someone else. I'm not playing politics, but we are told, like I wrote in my letter, we are to pray for those who are in authority. Okay? So it's perfectly right to pray for Trump and those who support him. And prayers can do more than are going out and trying to do political things and then we end up on the other side of what God wants us to do. Shouldn't we also pray for Biden? Yes, pray for Biden. That's right. See? Jesus said 
Love your enemies. Right? Okay? 